You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Mercy, mercy, mercy is the title of this devotion. I mean it, yeah, mercy, mercy, mercy. What a good thing when your heart says, my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. Your mercy, oh my Father, your mercy. You see, I really believe with all my heart that all of us who have Jesus as Lord and Savior, are a witness of my of our heavenly father's mercy we are a witness of his mercy and right here in ephesians chapter 2 let me read to you the first five verses you made he and you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins in which you once walked according to the course of the world, according to the prince and the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom you also, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. What does that mean? (laughs) By nature children of wrath. By nature, we were spiritually dead, separated from God. We didn't perceive Him, recognize Him, acknowledge Him. No, all we did was perceive, recognize and acknowledge self in its weakness, in its pride, in its fears, in its torments, in its lust, in its worldly attraction, in its temporal lives, in its, in its emptiness and vanity, as Solomon would say in Ecclesiastes. And that is the wrath of God, that because the wages of sin is death. You see, so it's the wrath of God by nature that we were spiritually dead. So all of us who were spiritually dead, he made alive with Christ. But God, he says then in verse 4, who is rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even though we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. So you see, by grace you've been saved. He raised us up together. Oh, and made us to sit together with Him in heavenly places. You see, that's mercy. We are the witnesses, the testimony, the evidence of mercy. Listen, God determined, and you read about this in Romans chapter 9. We read about this. Let's let's just go there. Romans chapter 9. That... God determined that anybody who would walk with him would not walk with him because of their own merits, but as a witness of his mercy. That is what God determined, that we all would be children of his grace and mercy, of his mercy and grace. And here, Paul is using what happened in Exodus 33 and 34. When Moses was on the mountain, And God was revealing the heavenly tabernacle for him to build a copy of here on earth. 
and what was the revelation that would give access into perfect fellowship with him through the outer court, the holy place and the most holy place and so forth, which all gives a revelation of who Jesus is and his ministries that lead us into perfect fellowship with the Father. It's so beautiful when you study these things. And while Moses was getting this revelation, the children of Israel were embodying the spirit of the world that they had just experienced there in Egypt and made themselves a molten calf and worshipped it and, and said, this is God. And, and, and God says, I'm not anything like that. That heart of yours is so darkened by the world that that deserves destruction. And yet Moses intercedes and said, no, Lord, do not destroy them. But remember your promise to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. And what would the Egyptians say if you would destroy them, that you're not able to fulfill your promise? No, Lord, remember your mercy. And God makes an oath right there before Moses. And he says, this I declare, that nobody who wills or who runs will be able to walk before me, but only those who know my mercy, my grace, my long suffering, my abounding goodness and truth. Five characteristics of his divine nature those who live within that reality. And then Paul here in Romans chapter 9 begins to help us learn how that applies to us, what example we were given there in Exodus 33 and 34. And he says here in Romans chapter 9, for he says in verse 15 to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy and I will have compassion on whom I, on whomever I have compassion. So then it's not him who wills, nor him who runs, but it is God who shows mercy. You see, it is so important, dear friends, that we begin to realize that we are what we are because of his amazing mercy. mercy. That word mercy is the word chesed in Hebrew. And that means a fatherly, compassionate love. Jesus talked about this in so many beautiful ways, especially there in Luke 15 in the story of the prodigal son, how the father restored his son to life and to fellowship, not because of any merit of the son, but because of the loving mercy of the father, the fatherly love, that loving kindness unfailing love, faithfulness, faithful love, all is the word mercy, chesed. That's where these words come from. And God wants you to know it. I, I, I had ready here for you this verse. Let us then fearlessly, confidently, boldly draw near to the throne of grace, the throne of God's unmerited favor to us sinners, that we may receive mercy for our failures and find grace to help in good time for every need, appropriate help and well-timed help coming just when we need it. Oh, my friends, if it wasn't for the mercy of God, all of us would be consumed by our own failings and weaknesses. But God, who's rich in mercy, has not handed us over to our failings and weaknesses, but he's drawn us to himself through the Lord Jesus Christ so that we may live by his love in mercy in, his fel in fellowship with him and express his nature and character to one another. Oh my goodness, I love these thoughts with all my heart. 
So with this in mind, let me read you this verse from Jude, okay? Jude is the last book before the book of Revelations. And it says here in verse 20 and verse 21, there's only one chapter in Jude. But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And while this points to the coming of Christ, who will come for all of those who eagerly look for him as a manifestation of that mercy in which we become like him in the twinkling of an eye as we see him. And you read about these things in 1 Corinthians 15 and in 1 John 3, verse 1 and 2. But here, dear friends, he says, praying in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourself in that love of God, looking for the mercy. Oh, I, I, I love and I begin to pray in the Holy Spirit. And praying in the Holy Spirit is not just limited to the language that is unique to your spirit with God, but also praying by the Holy Spirit scriptures and thoughts that the Holy Spirit brings to your heart and your mind. And you keep abiding in the love of the Father when you experience the pains of your weak human nature. And all you begin to see is mercy, 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 mercy. Oh my goodness, your mercy, Lord, is new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Second, and there's two more scriptures before I close, praying in the Holy Spirit, right? and you will begin to see mercy. And then here in Romans chapter 12, verse 1, he says, I beseech you, I plead with you, I beg you. Therefore, by brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. When you begin to see that mercy, you're empowered to just offer it all to God. Offer it all to God. Come on, I know that oh, sometimes mercy, it can be so hard to surrender areas of our lives where the enemy will still pierce us and provoke us and, and make us stumble and fall on our attitudes or our way of thinking and talking. And we still stumble. Oh, and the more you live in the holiness of God, the more painful that stumbling is. The more you live in His love, the more harder it is to bear. I tell you the truth, the more you live in communion with the Father, the more hard it is to sin because He cannot sin. And then when the enemy pierces you, provokes you, tempts you, and oh, you stumble, the way you behave, the way you talk, the way you acted was not God's love and not God's nature. And you maybe caused pain or hurt to somebody. It can be so hard. But begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray in the Holy Spirit. Begin to pray. Keep yourself in that love of the Father and you will begin to see His mercy. And by His mercy, you will be able to offer yourself to Him. Surrender it all. Shut 
down the devil's attack upon your life. Shut down the devil's attack upon your life. Shut down his access to your household, your marriage, your family. Oh, I tell you the truth. There's been times when I've stumbled and I spoke harshly to Virginia and wounded her. And if there's anything that I cannot bear, that's it. That's it. Oh, I tell you, I've, I've gone through so many hellish battles, but I was able to bear it. But if I stumble in the way in, in not showing the Father's love to Virginia and I'm harsh with her, or I'm complaining with her, or have a bad attitude with her, oh my goodness, the enemy comes and tries to break through the door and destroy everything. What do you do, Pastor? I do what I'm telling you. I go pray in the Holy Spirit. I pray in the Holy Spirit and I keep myself in the Father's love, keep myself in the Father's love. And he begins to again show me his mercy. And by that mercy, I surrender it all. And the enemy is driven out and the love of the Father takes over and heals and restores. And how I long, my dear friends, to be perfect in that mercy. Honestly, how I long for that day and night to be kept in that love, to keep seeing that mercy, to be able to extend it to Virginia, to embody it to her and the children and the grandchildren and to you and to every person I meet anywhere and everywhere that no matter what tries me or tests me, I live in that mercy to share in His grace so that in times of temptation, I don't stumble or fall, but I am proven to be who I am by the grace of God. And God will not fail to perfect you. So just keep on saying, mercy, mercy, mercy. Amen. Have a good day.